0: Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Tuesday, July 4th. It's the July 4th, I don't really need to say a day, but we're not American, so technically if you were wanting to get real down to it for Can- Canadians, National Invisibility Day, which I've always been an invisibility guy, tough word to say, I kind of stumbled over it there, but where are you at with invisibility or Independence Day, Alex?
1: Well, I mean, I do feel a little bit invisible when it when like the Americans are having so much fun on the 4th. Um, looks like they're having yeah. a really good time, and it's just kind of like I don't really have FOMO, but if I were to pick one time where I kind of feel FOMO, it's probably the fourth. Like I just feel like it, we're so close yet so far away. Um, we don't get to really participate in those fun activities. So I feel like they do a good job celebrating their Independence Day. So, yeah, I guess I guess you could say we feel a little invisible. It's a good way to describe it.
0: I mean, Owen's technically American, so maybe he could relate Yeah.
1: Well, a little bit because, you know, it's just not the same being here. Yeah. A little different, you know, so it's like you just see everything and you hear all the people talking about, you know, the 4th of July and stuff, but you don't, it's not the same. Definitely not.
0: Are you a dual? So you do feel a little invisible. A little bit. Are you you a dual citizen? Yeah. Oh, raw. So what kind of perks come with that? If I wanted to get a passport,
1: I think that'd be pretty easy work anywhere hey i can work yeah it'd be pretty easy to work there wait so you do have one like a passport yeah no ah okay like as far as the government knows i don't exist
0: yeah okay okay so you're invisible from the government too oh
1: true that's a good spin yeah that would be correct
0: wow so much to relate Uh, to and i'm not like a canada day hater people know I, i do love july 1st as a day it's just a great day usually it's like When you're in school, July is like a foreign concept until you get there, and then it's just the best. And when I was a kid, you know, free agency and all that good stuff really was like one of the top days of the year. And I feel like we do Canada Day right, but there is something about the 4th. It's just a better, better day. Hot dogs on the 4th. Like, I wish we could have something like that, but... I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They, I guess they just promote it better. I think maybe we just don't promote it as well. Like, I mean, no one's not letting you put hot dogs on the grill. You know what I mean? On on the first. Like, you, like I mean, people bust out the barbecue, no?
0: Yeah. Or did you yeah. bust out the barbecue this year?
1: Yeah, I did. But they just, I don't know. They make it seem more fun for whatever reason. I don't know.
0: No, I agree or, with the
1: you. The colors or just the food. Like, they go hard on the food, which, like, damn. Like, they make the food look really good.
0: They they do do the fireworks here, but not as like, it's not getting lit up in the backyards. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm all for that. I don't want my neighbors shooting fireworks into the sky. I like the way we do it more. You said, Owen, did you say you were supposed to see fireworks and you didn't get any? Like, did you get any explanation?
1: I I was supposed to see them, but I don't know what happened. Like I heard there was some talk about, you know, Canada Day celebrations being canceled or some of them being canceled or maybe it was like a fire thing. I don't know. But yes, there's n- no fireworks to be seen. Wait, like canceled, like canceled just because they couldn't do it or like canceled for for other reasons. For other reasons. For other Oh, reasons. heat. OK. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. although I don't know. That seemed, I that was just r- kind of rumblings that we heard. Oh, that those was just rumors. Just rumors. Just yeah buzzing around this okay yeah so i can't you know i don't want to don't put me don't quote me on that or or put me on the record for that but that that, those were just some of the theories that were flying around that's they dress uh... up pretty well too hey i'd say more like they dress up in more um american like gear than we dress up in canadian gear for canada today no
0: i would say that well the blue jays wear red so that's kind of like dressing up but But then every other
1: team wears stuff for the fourth right
0: true so it's like a hundred and sixteen to one. to one yeah, yeah. like, like yeah. there's not a lot we can do to hold up that end now <laughs> i'm not i'm not going to be pretend to be an american expert but i would say that canada has a little more controversy surrounding their day so maybe it's a little less accepted to dress up in canadian gear i would in recent okay. yeah, yeah 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 uh-huh but they do in sports they've got us beat hand up my favorite is when they make the july 4th blue jays gear though That's like, you could buy that Canadian American citizen type beat. Owen could
1: rock that for sure. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And No one could say anything to him either, which is the best part. (laughs) Yeah. Have you guys ever been down in in the States for the 4th of July? No, I'd I'd like to go. I feel like it's time. Yeah, I bet you it is. I feel like I've been before, but not in a long time. Maybe next year we should go road trip. But like, I'm thinking like, like, I don't even want to like, the mo- places I've been to most is just like California. I've been a few other places, but like I'm trying to go to like Texas for the ju- like July 4th or something like where so they're going to like blow their like, house, Florida. Up with the, with yeah, the, the, they want to like literally the blow their blow their houses up with fireworks. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. So Florida and Texas, I think would be my number <laughs> one options to celebrate July. 4th. Yeah, I that's think that's true.
0: a fantastic idea to go to Florida. And then I think there's a, w- a world where we could get into a house where they like put the they like cook some dogs but then they put fireworks underneath the grill and then they that's how they cook their dogs yeah and then like when it's done like they just shoot into the air like like that would be awesome and i yeah i feel like you
1: don't get the same experience in like vermont or something like that you gotta choose your pick your spot
0: true uh nothing (laughs) like a summer like something to celebrate august long canada day weekend i mean it's just it's a great time so Uh, I hope everybody who listened to this got out and did something fun. Um, I will say that Adam's not with us today. Again, back-to-back weeks, no Adam. Uh, Weekdays are hard. Weekdays are hard. (laughs) Monday nights are tough. Um, So he is not here. But that's okay. Alex is going to pick the movie for him later. And I should also let the people know right away, no show next week. I would love to do one. But we have to get extra prepared for the 18th because that's when the football previews start. So that's the excuse we're going to go with. Hopefully we can have some big, big guests for the football previews. That's what I'm thinking for. Do we have like a dream? Like who do we want to bring on for teams? Let's just spitball around. And this is also a good time to say before I ask, if you listen to this show and you're a fan of a team, please let us know. We would love to have you give some takes on your team this summer. That would be a thrill for everybody. So Alex, what do you want to see? Like who, what people are we trying to secure in your mind?
1: I think one that's been rumored for a long time is, um, yeah. and has been begging to get on the show is a Washington commanders fan. FJ. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I, and he even said himself that he's going to be serious when he's on the podcast. So that's a big step. <laughs> I <laughs> said I won't joke around. So, but <laughs> love, love the commitment. No jokes. Yeah. Love yeah. the commitment. Um, <laughs> maybe like I never met Chargers girl. So, I don't know if we need Chargers, Chargers girl back on. Yeah. I'd love to meet her. Um, I think those are kind of the two that come off the top of my head right away. I'd like to propose a couple. Yeah. As well. So, submitting for, for maybe some discussion would be number one, I think we should get Rig on. Kind of break him out of his comfort zone, get him on for some Broncos talk, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, I think that'd be a good addition. A little breath of fresh uh, air for him. Little little breath, breath of fresh air. And then one of our first guests, Cookie. It's been it's been, I feel like too long. I think we should check up see how he's doing. I think those uh, rankings need it. some updating. <laughs> they do need that. Is true. So we can maybe take out two birds with one stone because we need with all the movement and all the the time that's passed. We need new rankings. Uh We need to see how high Mello's gotten because he's only gotten better. <laughs> and then uh also he's you know he's kind of he's kind of like our cabin Biggio because he's a fan of you know six or seven teams so you can kind of slot him wherever there's an opening mm. you know
0: utility guy wherever yeah. there's a division <laughs> with a hole he can come in okay yeah i think that's a great uh, probably idea.
1: ryan for some saints yes. talk yep i need a i need a japan update mm-hmm. and that's a huge uh They've had a huge shakeup in their division. In their that's right, you know, off season, big off season. They really have. Let's Talk see how he's there. feeling about Derek Carr.
0: Yeah, we need to check that out. We obviously need to get Tony for Lions purposes. That's yeah. a given. Given, uh huh.
1: He's actually like, like from the like from Detroit now.
0: Yes, he is. So he's gonna he's be, in the bustle of it all. So he's in the bustle. He is going to be bringing us bringing it straight from the spout. So that's going to be key. And I would love – I'm going to try to secure some of the weirdos that I've encountered online. I would love to get – love to Musgrave for the Packers. I would (laughs) love to get the Colts guy who has his bio as his section and seat number. I would love everything Texans, obviously. That one might be a little bit tough. Um, And I'm sure – oh, the Dolphins guy who made sure everybody needs to bring the noise for that week two game. I need that guy. Um, so we'll, we'll see what we can do and hopefully bring the best preview that we've done yet. So the, again, no show next week, and then we'll be back doing that. Um, uh, obviously, I don't know. NBA free agency is the big stuff this week. You mentioned LaMelo ball. That was a big extension, but Alex, I just open floor to you, man. What do you, uh, what's your main takeaway from a pretty exciting couple of days?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, lots of contracts being signed, pretty expensive contracts, um, so I mean, I couldn't stop like texting Phil just about how I just I can't comprehend the Houston Rockets roster. It's just I think it's too much for my brain because I don't understand what direction they're going towards. Who's gonna like? You have you have J- Jalen Green, you have KPJ, you have Jabari Smith, you have Thompson, you have Whitmore. You brought in Van Vliet. Thank you. Um, you brought in DB, dude. Like. All these guys need shots, need shots, and, like, all these guys shoot, like, 20 times a game. I I don't know how, who they're going to be, like, hey, who they're going to tell, like, hey, you know, take it off. You're just going to play defense tonight. Like, I don't, I don't know how that's going to work, but um, I think the Raptors just miscalculated massively, as we all thought. And, you know, I think they thought no one was actually going to sign Fred. It Wasn't a threat because I think they thought Houston was all in on James Harden. The whole uh, what do you think the happened there?
0: What, why do you think those rumors were out there? Yeah, like, and then why does he not go? Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I don't
1: know why, um, why it pivoted like that because it was, it almost seemed destined that you know Harden was going to opt out and sign with the Rockets because they did have so much money and they could have paid him whatever they wanted, but. I think, uh, you know, Jalen Green went on the on the JJ Reddick podcast and Paul George, uh, the Paul George, the Paul George podcast and said, "Uh, I could be good or bad. And uh, like James is kind of a sensitive guy. So maybe maybe he kind (laughs) of didn't really want to go there. So (laughs) he he
0: needed him to say, like, I'm going to play with the goat. Like, really? Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: That's what he needed him to say. So, but yeah, I don't know, and then they pivoted towards Fred, and maybe I don't know, maybe they were more interested in getting like a bunch of guys, like they did, you know, Fred and DB and Jock Landale and those kinds of guys. So, um, but yeah, like I said, uh, I think it was a massive miscalculation by the Raptors, and we'll see. Now there's like some Siakam stuff cooking up, but I don't know how true that is. I think they, well, I think, I think it'd be smart to move off Siakam because he's going to be 30 in April, and then. Uh, the year after that, that's when his extension would be kicking in. So, I don't know if you really want to be paying him like max money well into his 30s. So, I think it might be a smart move to actually, you know, move off him now if you can and kind of build around Scotty and OG and those guys. Aren't you kind of happy though that the Raptors like, doesn't it seem a little bit like a, they dodged a bullet? Oh, like, oh with the Van Bleed thing? Money? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think it was like I was blessing. relieved. Oh, me too. It was a blessing in disguise, honestly, because it just, from what it sounded like, what Woj was saying was that just like Houston and Toronto were just going at it and like seeing who could pay more. <laughs> bidding more. Which war. is like heat. <laughs> like when you're when you're in a bidding war with the rebuilding Houston Rockets, like damn. Um, over a guy that has pulled pork knees? <laughs> <laughs> over a guy that has pulled pork knees? Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, it was good just 43 mil, man. I think the third year is a player option. But the sad part is, is they that Toronto the offered almost like this exact same for what he signed in Houston. So really it was Fred telling us like you guys need to like switch it up a bit. You think he's going to take that option? I Which think, option? Think he's going to pick it up the player option. i don't no i think it might be a team option i don't know though i think we have to double check but yeah oh he'll pick up the player if it's a player he's picking that up for sure it's not (laughs) gonna be getting like 50 mil on the open market the year after
0: well i even put it Um, in there dude he's just gonna take it i i do i do love the idea that the rockets like got in a bidding war and they were so energized that they won that they're like okay like who's next on the list db like I don't want to. I'm kind of out of energy. I don't want to get another bidding war. So let's let's come in strong and try to lock them down. Just get them right now, dude. Right now. Um,
1: no, but yeah, I'd. I'd I i they gonna. They might have to be. Like I might cop league pass. I say that every year, and then I never do. But um, if if I were to theoretically get league pass, I think the Rockets would be a league pass team for me. Because it's. I think it's yeah. just gonna be crazy town over there. Yeah, it's gonna be funny. I feel like. You know, I think when you play basketball with guys that like to shoot a lot. Um, one thing that happens is when guys don't get shots, they just don't do other things. Like they don't play defense and they don't rebound and they get kind of pouty or sulky or whatever. So I'm going to it's going to be, you know, yeah, <laughs> there's like five guys on there that are kind of need shots. So it's going to be interesting to see yeah. uh, their defensive effort, at least it's going to be kind of interesting. Can I? Can I also <laughs> say, Fred, just the biggest drama queen in that goodbye post? Like everything was fine until he said, "Um, from undrafted to NBA champion to most hated." It's like, all right, like, like chillax. Like we were just saying, like maybe don't shoot twenty five times a game. Like you're the point guard. Like you know, yeah. maybe try and like make others better. But whatever. Fred seemed a little salty about that. But I know Phil like the Lakers moves.
0: Well, I gotta do Rockets. I love the Rockets because. As a Spurs fan, we used to play them every year in the playoffs, it seemed like, and we would always just crack them down. But their fans are a little bit like uh, Cowboys fans, which is, I mean, they might have some crossover in teams they cheer for because they just never go away or never give up. It's like this is the time that we break through. And even now, I see their fans, because as a Spurs fan, they pop up. They're like, look at the core we've got. Like this is this is electric. Mm. Look at what we've built. It's like actually, I think you have like thirteen guys who think they're going to start. And i exactly. my favorite signing that they made, and it went under the radar was Jeff Green because it just doesn't make any sense at all. It's like why do you why do you want Jeff Green? Why do you need Jeff Green? Why does Jeff Green want to be there? he's just gonna sit on the bench he's gonna be the 11th guy Kevin Porter Jr. might do like a Dennis Rodman drive to Vegas like overnight after a game and nobody will notice that he's gone like people will just be delighted like hopefully he doesn't come back he's gonna be so upset that he doesn't have shots every game I love what they've done as as like a comedy factor I mean they just have like 30 players I, I actually can't believe that the, like a nba gm awesome. came up
1: with this it's awesome Raphael stone like the goat you no know doubt. what i mean i think he took the reins from ujiri for sure so um it's it's looking great do you think uh do you think the team like kpj and jalen green will like playing with D, like like db or do you think it'll be like more like i think it's gonna be like bit. chaotic yeah because he'll like trash talked them thinking like they can take it. But I think they look a little soft to me. I think they're going to take it like pretty personally. Yeah. And it's like kind of like they thought this was their team and they were like taking yeah. the reins. And then they got DB in here. And DB, you know, he's coming in like this. is like, well, He's going to command my the locker room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: he's yeah. Like they brought them. me in.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like they brought me in to, to take that. Like this is my team now. Like they yeah. want they, me to lead the rebuild. Well, they, they brought me in to bring you guys to the second round.
0: <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. he's like, well, you guys needed a victor stopper, and I'm here. I'm here to do the job. This is why I got my money. I do, I uh, find it funny that J.J. Redick, like, I hate J.J. Redick. I'm going to be the first one to say it. I find him so insufferable. Him going on, he's like, I saw those jokes about going to Taiwan, and now he's got 80 mil. Like, I'll take him on my team any day. It's like... That's not the, like, who was paying him 70? Like, why, why are you bragging about him getting 80 million? Like, good for him. We like DB. We're a DB positive show. But him acting like overnight he became John Rant with the basketball in his hands is just insane. And it's just insufferable.
1: I love how um the Rockets, uh, like the Jeff Green signing, I love how they think that, like, they're actually going to listen to Jeff Green. <laughs> like, these kids don't even know who Jeff Green is. <laughs> Like what, what? Were you even drafted? Like where did you play before? Like, you think he's stopping them from doing anything? So, um, I think he's gonna. I don't. I don't know why he signed there, but, but uh, it's gonna be a fun, fun team to watch. And I, I do love DB. Yeah, I'm glad he got his
0: bag. Me too. I, I yeah. do I do like that the Grizzlies said under no circumstances is he, is he coming back and the Rockets like maybe we could do like a sign and trade it's like well actually they don't want him so you can have him for free you don't have to trade it, anything
1: they're in the same division so that's a little rivalry he'll get to play Memphis a bunch of times
0: wow wow
1: five times a year I think <laughs> something like that so that's gonna be like must watch TV
0: he might rip the ball out of Fred's hands like on numerous well, possessions he acts
1: like. A, he acts crazy when he just goes up to Toronto, man. Like he was like screaming and yelling and like like it was you could only hear him like when I when Memphis came to Toronto last year. Um I can only imagine what it's going to be like in Memphis. It's going to be crazy.
0: He's going to do the Jimmy Butler Tobias Harris over me with Marcus Smart. Marcus yeah. Smart over me.
1: It's just yeah, it's
0: exactly. kind of fire, dude. I kind of just wrote that for him Ghost uh, straight. You
1: know who um our boy Grant Williams hasn't signed actually yet. And oh, true. That's I Rockets. really hope the Rockets have some more cap space. <laughs> like, let's clear some salary and get Grant Williams because I want the Grant Williams DB uh, team up. Wow. I'm gonna make
0: them both. I'm gonna make them both. That would be electrifying. And he he is very rocket, so I would I would love for them to get that. We we listed all the players on their team. I know Owen said Sangoon, but we didn't even say Whitmore and and Tari Eason. So they they've got a full (laughs) they've got a full house over there. So I wish them luck in figuring it out. And obviously the Jalen Green videos, which I'm not gonna comment on them. I'm gonna I'm just gonna walk away from the mic as that topic comes up.
1: I I love them. I love them being like okay now we have to move some players out and out of all the players they decide to move out they move out Kenyon martin jr and like usman garuba who like average like two shots a game it's like bro, you didn't do anything like you still have the same problem you did when you had these guys like
0: what the hell what an electric team good luck to them um I guess the other thing, well, Lillard and Harden are sort of interesting to me. Uh, Lillard less so. I guess it's nice that like there's finally a, there's not even a resolution. This is going to go on until like August 20th. And I'm just, I was already at level 10 and I, I can't really go much further. I do find it somewhat interesting that Shams is saying he's only willing to play for the Heat, which I actually like, if he goes to the Heat, the Heat are going to be, up there with the Celtics probably over the Celtics in my yeah. book in terms of favorites in the east and up there with the Bucks I do think though Portland doesn't owe him anything really like yeah. why don't you just trade him somewhere maybe it's not his preference but just get like get a star back or get something that you can at least build around back better than and I'm sorry you could plug your ears on Tyler Hero Duncan Robinson and a couple draft picks. Like, unless you're like, we need Jovic, I don't really understand why they would go with they trade with the Heat. They just don't have enough to me.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I like you said. I think it makes sense for like Lillard to go to the Heat. I think that's a really good matchup um, for them. But the what they're what Miami would send back is just there's no way. I don't know if you maybe try and get a third team involved, um, but. If I'm like the Blazers, I kind of don't really even want the picks. I think I have a really good solid base right now, so kind of give me a good player back, like a good young player, because um, I like what they have with Simons and Sharp and and um, Scoop. So I I don't, I don't really want the draft picks. Actually, I'd try and you know get get back something good, like someone young that's um, a somewhat established player. So um, and like you said, they Joe Cronin doesn't owe him anything, man. You signed that contract and you signed it because when you sign these contracts, are you are you signing these contracts in the good faith that you want to actually stay here for four or five years? Or are you signing this contract so that you can assure that you get the bag and then ask for a trade later? Like, what are we supposed to think when we offer, you know, these stars, these contracts? You know what I mean? So I, I just don't think it's fair because you signed the contract because we both thought that you'd be here for like five years, you know? So I, I don't think he owes him anything. And, I mean, hey, look, Dame, you know, he did what he did. I think he had some good teams on Portland. Never got them to the finals. Never won him a title. Hey, you, you didn't really do that much for us. You know, he was a really good, you know, all-time player for them. But I don't think that means we have to take a crappy, you know, 50 cents on the dollar just because you're Dame Lillard. You know, I think it's... Like I guess they want to do right by Damian Lillard and it might be a sign to other players that they're they are willing to treat their players well or whatever. But yeah, I think you can't afford to mortgage like your chances at a title for what Dame wants right now because I do agree, like a package of Duncan Robinson, who I mean, didn't he was basically like the th- 13th guy off the bench or like the 10th guy off the bench for the good part of the season like he was not in the rotation and then Tyler Hero you know it doesn't seem like the best package that you can get for a guy who played as well as Damian Lillard did last year so I'd wait for something that can actually help you win because you have obviously good core players like Scoot seems like he's really good Shane Sharp has shown potential you just re-signed Jeremy Grant so it seems like they want you know to be competitive so I would wait for a better package than that
0: and I wonder, like the Harden thing sort of relates to this, but not really because Lillard's just way better than Harden at this point. I, I completely understand why the Sixers are not paying James Harden. Um, but I do wonder, as a Spurs fan, I know that Lillard said the thing about he has deep respect for the Spurs and that was out there. I just don't really... I, I kind of go back and forth on this because I do understand that like, if you're putting him on the team you have an instant chance but I also don't understand why he leaks that like why would he not be interested in playing with the Blazers but be interested in playing with 19 year old Wembenyama who's played two North American games I just don't like why wouldn't you just stay with the Blazers the Blazers you say they haven't had bad teams Alex like this is the best core that they've had around him ever right now like I don't I just don't really I don't know, understand the,
1: it. The Aldridge, Batum, like Matthews, McCollum, those were some pretty good teams. Yeah. Nurkic like, Nurkic, like, people joke, like, I know his contract's bad now, but before he broke his legs, like, he was a really good center. <laughs> legs, he, plural. He broke both. McCollum. But I, I agree with you, Phil. I'm, uh, once again, you can't ever actually point, maybe besides last year, that Lillard had, like, awful teams that he had to deal with. This is wasn't like some Sacramento Kings, like Boogie Cousins type stuff where it's like, holy crap, like these guys just can't, yeah. can't get anything around him. Lillard always had really solid teams. So it's, and he's had a good B option. is a great B option, but I mean, hey, you weren't good enough as an A option to take them further, you know? So, and like you said, I think, if they don't find the deal, just, hey, show up to training camp and we'll wait for something to come up. Because this is honestly, I think it's a pretty decent team the way, the, the way that it's constructed now. Maybe a little too guard heavy
0: with Scoot and Simons, but still. I remember back yeah. in the day though where he was slumming it out with the white side canter pairing on the block. That's, and he was kind of like doing all the work. That's when I think of teams that he it wasn't every year that they could have made the finals. I'm saying like they had a couple yeah, decent cores, but I don't, I think both sides have pretty valid arguments. I would say, where are you at with Harden on? Are you as tired of this guy as I am?
1: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm tired of everything about him. I don't think he's a relevant player anymore in the NBA or very relevant. I agree. Like, I don't know he's a winning player. I don't, I don't know why you'd want him on your team. I don't know what the Clippers are doing either. Like, I don't know why you're signing Russell Westbrook and then get a, somehow try and get James Harden to pair Like, I just don't understand how that works.
0: It does seem like it's like a older Houston Rockets core that they would be assembling if they did that. Like, yeah, (laughs) just guys who want the basketball. I agree with you. I think he's, I think he's an irrelevant player at this point in his career. I really just don't like, I know he has name value. I get it. The guy never took conditioning seriously. Why am I supposed to believe now that he's on the backside of 30 and he's had more usage than anybody in the league that he's going to have good seasons left. He he did the same trick he did every year last year in the playoffs. He vanished when the games mattered. I don't understand. I mean, in some ways, he's a perfect clipper. Like, I get it. Like, the clippers yeah. and him are like a brand match. But if I'm serious about basketball, I just... I get why Philadelphia is like, opt in and we're not extending you. Because there's no point. And honestly, I would... If I was them, I would take... Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, and I don't know whatever the other contract is from the Clippers. Like, I'm just not in the. I'm not doing it again. If especially if they already did it with Ben Simmons, where they had miserable ass Ben Simmons wandering around for sixteen months not showing up. Like, I don't want to do that again. Why would Embiid want to do that again? I feel like they just they should just dump them down on whoever. But where are you at, Alex?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I I don't know if um, I'd I'd maybe see if I can test them a bit. You know you don't want to play in a contract year, be my guest because I don't know who's going to even pay you then if you don't yeah. want to play in a contract year. So I'd honestly, like, I don't know if I'd want, you know, Terrence Mann and Powell. I'm, like, I'm trying to think of Embiid here too. Like, I just think that'd be too tough for him to, you know, he couldn't he couldn't get past the second round with a bunch of really good players and Harden and Butler, and, you know, Simmons when he was good. Like, so I'd, I'd try and, you know, force him and just be like, show up. And we're probably not going to trade you. And if you walk in for free agency, walk, my guy. Like I, I'm just kind of sick of of these guys not wanting to play and requesting trades. And yeah, so I don't know. I I feel like it'd be kind of interesting. I think the, I mean, I know they just put in a new CBA, but there should be some sort of like trade request limit because it's like <laughs> three within three years.
0: I think he's requested. He's getting ready to dust off the fat suit again. I like Owen's tweet that he sent. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I mean, it's a contract year and you're trying to get paid. So if you don't <laughs> want to play 82 games, then go sign a vet minimum. I don't know who's going to pay you like $30 million a year for when your contract expires. It's just... So it's like you play for your contract. I, We're going to force you to play.
0: I couldn't agree more. Just... This guy's such a loser, man. I'm just so sick and tired of him acting. acting he could this do way.
1: that on Houston because he was getting paid and he was going to be paid for the next few years. But this is like a final year, so it's like, okay, if you don't want to play, then don't play.
0: Yeah, go yeah. home, bro. Go back to Houston. Exactly. They don't want. They don't want you there anyway. Uh, what contract? I guess made you uh, raise your eyebrows a little bit. On was there one that really jumped Bruce out? Bruce you? Brown. You didn't like that yeah. one.
1: I did. I I liked it because like. I like I liked it in the sense that he's a good player, but like forty-five million for two years for Bruce Brown, just like the per year value is just uh, the number mm-hmm. is just like astonishing to me.
0: It does uh, it, it without you, it doesn't really without Jokic, he's not he's not the same guy. Plain as Well,
1: yeah, and twenty million. And the other thing I was surprised about was you know all these big contracts. I'm surprised Austin Reeves didn't get paid more than he got paid. It's like 50 million no. for what four years or something. Like he got paid like 60 percent of what Dylan Brooks got paid.
0: That's insane. When you put it yeah. like that, that's that's literally insane. I I really liked what the Lakers did, but I I agree with you that Bruce Brown for, and I get they're the Pacers. Like what are you gonna do if you want them? You're gonna have to pay t- double, triple, whatever. I get it, but it just I would just rather. I like Bruce Brown a lot like you do, but I would just rather spend my money somewhere else and get two guys for that price who maybe could do a hundred percent of the same job. Like it's, it's not like he's an irreplaceable player, even though I think he's really good. You could still find that guy. It might take a little work, but I agree with you. Yeah.
1: I liked the, um, I liked the D one, four years, 50. I thought that was a pretty solid one. I think D is really good and you, pair him up with his Villanova guys, I think um, I thought that was a pretty solid move by the Knicks there. What happened to Fournier? Is he still around? I think he's still, yeah, he might be on the last year of his contract or something, but. He's got a bag, doesn't he? I think oh yeah, yeah, didn't he get, I remember he got paid, but then I, I don't remember, I don't know if he's hurt or just out of the rotation. Oh, I just Tibbs feel like I never saw him. Like him.
0: Yeah, That's so raw that Tibbs is like a dictator in some ways. It's like, if I don't like you, you're just never playing. Like, yeah. bye. <laughs> like, I will never give you a chance again. That, that is sick. <laughs> like, Obi Toppin got in his doghouse, and he was like, I'll just, uh, like, I'll take two second-rounders. See ya. It's like, yeah okay. or
1: Cam Reddish, like, played, like, probably 10 minutes the whole time there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they only traded a first That game. was a move
1: I liked, though. I really liked for the Lakers.
0: Really? Yeah. I think it was we, much... I'm a Cam Reddish th- guy. <laughs> I, it reminded I mean, me a lot of them getting Mo Bamba.
1: I, I just, yeah, I've been... Maybe I'm the only one left, but I still like them. They love to get that hype, uh, like high school kid. Yo, that yeah. was like nice, like five, six years ago. <laughs> Mo Bamba, Cam
0: Reddish, those sorts of people. I feel like they made, well, they had like Sharif O'Neal, like it's some really, mm. they, they love. Did they really? Yeah, oh, they, did. they love the like IG,
1: like freaks. Mo <laughs> yeah. Boll Bol will be there probably in like a year. Oh yeah.
0: He'll be there. Pick oh yeah. With the deadline maybe. He'll be on a LeBron story for sure, with like the yeah. the spider emoji. Amoni like, oh. Bates in like maybe three <laughs> four years. That's a perfect fit, and then it all it culminates is. with Brawny. Yeah, yeah, that's the perfect fit. That's the seamless one. I got to be honest, I would not pay Lamelo Ball two hundred sixty million. I just, I just don't understand it. Like I know Cookie says top twenty, and like you say top, probably top ten by now, but he. He has no accomplishments. I mean, 260 million, he hasn't done anything. But yeah, I tough,
1: agree. The tough part is are you, are you, are you going to let him walk, though? Like, what do you do?
0: I would have yeah. right? drafted Scoot and flipped him for something else if I had to pay him 260 million. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think him and Halliburton are on the same level.
1: I think Halliburton's better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't think he's worth the
0: 260. He's How
1: much more does like, get? uh, T- saying I don't know he's kind of in the Bane range then if we want to talk that. I think he's more like whatever for Bane went for. Yeah, like 205.
0: Yeah. I I agree and like he's not in a position. He's not going to turn like I don't really understand how contracts work. Hands up. The NBA contracts confuse me. So, I don't know if they can offer him 210 or if it's like you can only offer 250 or 180. I don't really understand, but like he's not in a position to turn down 180 or 205 in my opinion, like Yeah. What's he gonna do? Take the qualifying offer? I just don't understand going up that high. The Bane one is also I like Bane, but it just I don't know if it's just the numbers like that I can't get over, but two oh five seems high. I think we're gonna have to get used to that
1: though. I think a lot of guys are gonna start signing for well over two hundred that yeah. are not, you know, two hundred million dollar players. Cause I remember who was the first guy to sign for two hundred? Was it like career hardened like six, seven years ago? We Sounds like, right. Wow. Like, no way. And now you got Bane signing for more than what Harden and Curry did like five, six years ago. So nuts. It's weird. I also, the thing with O'Mello too, is he's played like how many games over the last two years? I don't know. None. Maybe a full season's worth in like two years? Yeah. He doesn't Are get he, enough like... hate for that, actually. That kind of goes under the radar just because I think the Hornets aren't like, no one watches them. But like, I agree with Owen, like they Like, he doesn't play, man.
0: And you say 82 games played. How many of them mattered? Like, four? Like, (laughs) the play-in game that they hung up the score from and then lost to Pacers or whatever that was? Man, I just, I don't know. It it will take some getting used to. Out of Jeremy Grant for 160 and Kuzma for 110, which one is the real, like, quintessential? Oh, the Grant one is insane.
1: (laughs) That's the, I don't know if there's a debate, but I think the Grant one is ludicrous. I think all the he's a clutch guy, too, isn't he? Like, the clutch guys got like paid, like, it was him, uh, Fred, and then there's another guy. I, I just don't oh, get yeah. how Rich Paul has such a stranglehold on the league. Like, yeah, what is he like threatening, like, Joe Cronin that, like, hey, like, Grant's gonna leave. Jeremy Grant's gonna leave if you don't sign him to 160 it's like okay then go you know what I mean like are we really like fretting about Jeremy Grant leaving us yeah and like what is like I feel like more often than not, when a guy just leaves, he just, he more, it more often ends up like Dennis Schroeder rather than like he walks and gets like 200 million. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. it's not that big of a deal. He'll like, just, just come back later. And guess minutes. what other team was in the running to <laughs> sign The Pistons. So it's like, <laughs> let's go. They need him back. Home. Yeah. yeah. Not holding your head. It's not like, oh, like the Spurs are signing him. It's like, well, what do they know? It's like you're competing with the Pistons here. I would love to know when the last time a contract that we're like, wow, like everyone's just kind of collectively like this is a huge overpay it turned out to be like a good value contract because yeah, I can't a think question. of question. I can't think of one because like that Fred contract, I haven't read like a single take where they're like, you know what, that's like, you know, he probably deserved that or that's probably good for your future. Like everything like it's kind of like a hundred yeah. percent consensus that that's like a gross overpay. Yeah. And it's like, it will almost like for sure will end up being that. So I don't understand what yeah, okay. these GMs, I guess they just had to spend money in Houston's case, but it's still crazy to me.
0: And even like Alex follows the Raptors closer than anybody I know or have come into contact with. And I feel like I follow them pretty loosely. I don't, I don't know where you stand on. I'm not, you know, pretending Very to be an loose, expert, yeah. but just from being a casual observer, it also seems like pretty clear to me that just signing him for any term is a horrible idea, which it it just doesn't. And then like, you see the people around the league, like, you know, NBA experts who clearly don't like pay attention at all to the Raptors are like, Oh, he's got a couple years in him for sure. It's like, I don't even know that he has 40 games in him, dude. Like, I think this is just a terrible move, but
1: (laughs) good point. Honestly, because I've seen a lot of people being like, wow, great signing by the Rockets. Like he's a culture setter. It's like, like, we had to fire our coach, like, had huge <laughs> locker room issues with Fred kind of being the top dog.
0: And Scotty, so, Scotty Barnes unfollowed him, like, minutes after he left.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and he was commanding this crazy amount of money. And, yeah, I, I agree. I think some people just don't watch some of these, like, smaller market teams as much. I, I I'm glad we didn't sign him, honestly.
0: I do, on the Jeremy Grant thing, though, I do love that, like, like you said, like they could have been like, okay, Jeremy, like go out there and see. And I bet he would have been back in a couple of days being like, all right, I'll take like 80. Like, is, is that still possible? It was also like when it happened, they didn't tell like the Lillard trade request yet. So I was like, oh, like they're, they want to keep him. Like they're desperate. They're going to keep Jeremy Grant. Then the next morning it's like Damian Lillard's requested a trade and the Blazers knew for a couple of days, but they still wanted to prioritize getting this deal done. And I was like, that is wild. He must Wrong. be a great guy. He must be, dude. Culture set around Jeremy Grant. Let's go. <laughs> He's a Fred VanVleet culture setter. That's what yeah. he is. Man, good for him. I, I also, I, the Wizards re-signing Kuzma was just very Wizards to me. I don't know. And and the Bulls are. I want the Bulls to be good, but and I like Vucevic in general, but like, <laughs> why, are we, why are we doubling down on the on the Derozan Levine Vucevic core? I just don't really get it. But. Do you like the Draymond sign re-signing? Yeah, I do. I think okay. he's got four years left. Yeah,
1: I'm interested to see what Clay signs for,
0: or if he signs he for did. them,
1: or if he signs, yeah.
0: Uh, I feel like when you when you have like that many championships, that many like core memories, you'll just pay him whatever, right? Like I don't really take the rumors of him leaving too seriously. Like the owners like indebted <clears> to him <throat> for life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think there was much else. I mean, Alex, you sort of mentioned the Raptors at the start, but, you, I mean, it, it seems like trading Siakam is the obvious move now before it turns into a Beal situation, which you don't want to happen. Or, honestly, a Lillard situation where you hold it's, on yeah. to the guy too long. Like, now is the time to get off him.
1: I, I agree because I just these contracts just become such a headache because it can become a... Lillard situation where the player is still really good, but then he's like requesting a trade and then you can't find a good trade and equal value Um, or it becomes a Beal situation where it's like the second he signs that contract, it's like this is an awful contract. So, um, and then I think, I really hope that Fred leaving kind of gave us a direction and choice to go. So um, maybe they were hoping that, you know, if we extend Fred and if we extend Pascal, we can just keep running it back with the same guys. But I think now they saw you should probably pivot off these guys that were kind of close to 30 years old and, you know, focus on the younger guys, So, which I think would be a smart move. So apparently Atlanta is super interested. So, I mean, they've got some decent pieces. We'll see. But um I just think even the pieces you do get back, it's much better than just extending a guy for super long. Because It's just not a tradable contract. Like, I don't know, like 50, 60 mils down the road is just like, how are you even, tra- how do you trade that?
0: You yeah, know? so it's you tough. get nothing back if you do. Yeah, so I so. just get off of it. I, I feel the same way you do, and I and, and a lot of these really good teams
1: that have like succeeded, I think, for a long. time. I know, um, in football they do that a lot. Like in the NFL, they just get off the guy like a year earlier. Yeah, you know. So and that's kind of how you bring that like consistency and longevity to the franchise.
0: And I like the podal contract. I think he's good. I I like Dennis Schroeder, you know. Those are just kind of Dennis Schroeder is kind of a whatever signing to me. But yeah. I like I like Podel quite a bit. Yeah, yeah so
1: yeah, he's twenty seven. Like he'll be thirty one when the contract's over. So I don't think he's going to have some sort of steep decline. And it's only what was it twenty million? Yeah, we're for four for eighty. So yeah, and he gave a look this year. Yeah, we kind of had to. So.
0: Yeah, thanks for that pick. That's going to come in real handy, I think.
1: So, oh, yeah. It's going to be like, it's top six protected.
0: So, I mean,
1: you guys could get a juicy pick out of that.
0: Spurs are looking good. I like this slow play thing. I don't know where you guys stand, but it's like, let's let's figure out what this guy, we don't need to spend this calf space now. Let's just figure out what this guy's good at. And then next year, we'll figure out what, what kind of pieces to put around him. Like, I don't see any rush. I think patience is is a virtue. So... As much as I wanted them to get splashy, I'm happy with what happened. Um, NFL, like I said, previews in the next show, which uh, what what division? I guess it depends on who we book first, but I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back in the swing of things. I got the email. Usually when July comes around is when I start to think about it a little bit. I got the email for the book that I used to do the previews that it was coming soon. So I put my pre-order in. I saw ESPN did a power ranking of all top 1 to 32 rosters in the league. Mm. I saw the Cardinals were at the bottom, which, mm. I mean, yep. that makes me kind of happy. I don't know why. It just put a smile on my face.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting behind the Cardinals this year for sure. So those jerseys, Kyler Murray, the coach, I'm just...
0: <laughs> What's the line he said to that guy in the video? It was like explosives like choo-choo chew, chew, or whatever that it yeah, went, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, it's like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> so that's fire. I also am happy that the Chargers were not in like the top eight because I just, I'm so tired of every year hearing that the Chargers have the best roster and this is the year. That and that Herbert's great-
1: the <laughs> best quarterback. Oh, and like, if he has another mediocre season, like when are you gonna like start questioning it, dude? I mean, I wouldn't say an- another. Like it implies that he's has. I mean, he's had a good, pretty good season last year. Okay, but like, I'm not like like you know like playoff. Well, I would say right away. Let's put around some weapons around him, and then and then Come we on. can talk. Yeah. He's got enough weapons guy. He has no <laughs> weapons, dude. Guy Eckler. He Jordan downs Allen. like 40. Mike
0: Williams.
1: Mike Williams looked yesterday. <laughs> did little they little draft really? a
0: wide receiver too this year? They did. Yeah. The, the TCU guy,
1: I He's think. Got the rawest O line. Yep. His O line's pretty good. It, they, it's improved. Gerald Everett. Mahomes has like
0: nothing. Okay, he has probably the greatest, one of the greatest tight ends of all I time. I mean, Mahomes is still, way
1: better than Herbert.
0: Okay, good, good. At least we're getting to that point. Because last year it was Herbert's better than Mahomes, if I'm remembering correctly. He was, there was a period where
1: he was the best in the league. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of ready for games. like Joe Burrow to like get back out there, man. I, I've been saying, like, I'm not even joking. Like,
0: I kind of just want to see him like cook. I can't tell if you're kidding or not. You sort of have a half smile.
1: I told you guys I was, I'm kind of a Joe Burrow guy now last year, remember? Like, I think he's really like, you know, he's gonna be all time.
0: I don't endorse we can, that. We can never have a serious Joe Burrow conversation on here. Yeah, I don't endorse that. <laughs> I've, I've never. never hated an athlete. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've never hated an athlete more.
0: We really need to get like an actual like hardcore, like TikTok Joe Burrow fan on for like the Bengals preview and just see see what's in that brain. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what yeah. we need for Cincinnati. I'll make a mental note of that. We need to find that. I liked, um, well, I wrote it down because the worst rosters they said were the Cardinals, Rams, Colts, Texans, Titans, and Bucks.
1: Great. Yeah, Titans got to be down. Like it's like 32 and 32A, 32B.
0: It's really that bad? I think so at this point. They were pretty bad last year. I mean, they've got a running back. They've got a quarterback. They got Buckner.
1: They got Q. It, They've got uh, that wide receiver. It Can't does
0: seem like shot. the Titans should be lower than them. It yeah, but like the Titans have
1: <laughs> straight up nobody, dude. The Titans.
0: The Titans Maybe have the like t- a DeAndre t- Hopkins workout. That's that's the Titan yeah. that they have. Traylon Burks. <laughs> they don't have much going <laughs> over there. Guess Gia Duddy, Willis. Yep. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, that's, I think, True. all they've got. So I think you're right about that. They still had the, the Chiefs as the number one best roster, which I just... like. I, I think wouldn't, it
1: is when Mahomes your quarterback.
0: But if you're uh, saying well, roster, uh, by definition... It's got to be like the Eagles or the Niners, right? I'm saying, that's what I'm thinking.
1: Oh, you guys are talking just like on paper. Yeah, yeah. like
0: this isn't the power rankings. If you're just talking about roster, I think you'd have to say the Eagles.
1: Yeah, I'd probably say the Eagles because they somehow added more really good players.
0: Like, the the Eagles are
1: better at every position except for quarterback, probably, right?
0: Or almost every position. Tight end. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, like, it. I was thinking about the Super Bowl yesterday. I don't know why. It just feels like it kind of vanished quicker from my brain than, than most do, you know? Like, I don't really remember... The decisive plays that game. I don't know if I'm alone in this. I can retweet
1: that, Phil. But this one sort
0: of just... Well, Alex was also on a plane home from the sack, so I can't really (laughs) go with the retweet from him. But I don't know. It just this one sort of feels like it faded away into the memory. Like even though it was a good game, from what I remember, I just I don't know. It just doesn't really stick with me. Doesn't compare
1: to uh, Rams Bengals. Low key, not greatest greatest Super Bowl. Yeah. No, that's slow that's true. I agree with you. It also is cuz I haven't thought about football that much in the last few months. Yeah. Maybe if like we- it might come back.
0: Yeah. That's possible. I'm sure once we get closer to the season I'll start thinking about it again, but I guess you're right. It just sort of faded to uh faded to the back. There was a couple interesting NFL things quickly that I wrote down because most of it is actually cringe central, which is great for us cuz we're in the business of I'm honestly making fun of these people it starts with Derek Carr um, Alex's oh. boy Who oh, the full quote was quote once they made my wife cry it was pretty much over it was time for me to move on I was mad you spend nine years somewhere I would, have, I would have said I don't even want the opportunity to make the money I just want to play two more times in front of our fans and I didn't get the chance you had nine years had nice. Yeah, had that's all i'm yeah. gonna say but two more games
1: that would have switched the fortunes for Ooh. the
0: four and nine
1: raiders yeah. uh, uh and his wife crying because they benched him the last two games i mean all right. All right. <laughs> Dude, you made your wife cry you're exactly like 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 yeah yeah it's like her. you made your own wife cry bro It was your play better. She wouldn't have, you would have got benched. Did she,
0: (laughs) she tuned into Thursday night Raiders at Rams when Baker Mayfield (laughs) had two days of preparation and beat you. Yeah.
1: Gosh, dude. Yeah.
0: I I want to go under on the saints so hard, but I do, we do have the advantage of knowing that the schedule is a literal cupcake, but I hate Derek Carr. It's, it's, it, it, it used to be like a I I know the funny thing is that Alex used to have to root him on and I knew deep down Alex was not really that down with rooting him on, but when you have like a quarterback do like some decent things, even though, you know, it's like the, the peak, you still have yeah. to be like franchise guy, right? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're spot on with that. You, when you know, you know, and with Derek Carr, you know, it's ass. So <laughs> tough scene. Owen was big on the Kaepernick one this week, where he said, "quote oh. He's still waiting for an NFL team to call him to resume his career. He trains five <laughs> to six days a week." No.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, so I got a couple. So first of all, there's no way he's training five. I mean, if he, I'll believe he works out five to six times a week, like he's probably you know. You work out five, five to six times, times a week. I do that, right? It's, I'm not, <laughs> but he's not. You know, he's does he's not throwing with QB. You know steve clark qb trainer you know throwing live sessions or whatever like he's he's not doing that that's not true and then he is back in my day do we, do we have to he's getting 37 like if they're not calling you at 35 they're not gonna be like hey you know i did calling kaepernick just turned 37 like let's let's hit his line you know it's not gonna happen he's I, I just don't i guess it's a way for like you know to get some clicks but it's a little bit cringe. Like the fact that it keeps getting reported is a bit cringe. Like, are we going to do this until he's like 44 or 41? Like when does this kind of end?
0: I do. I do feel like, well, is the lawsuit settled? Maybe, maybe he's trying to ramp up. Maybe he's trying to go in for part two on the lawsuit. Get some more. I'm still working out. I'm still in shape. (laughs) I'm still waiting for the call. It's like, Okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> to I'm waiting, waiting for the call too. Same. Me, me and you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have a Y membership just like me, buddy. And <laughs> I'm not getting a call. So
1: bad. Oh,
0: <laughs> that one was tough. Um, Travis Kelsey said podcasting's the hardest job in the world. That is just an insane thing to say. He said it it, it's the hardest thing to keep coming up with things that people want to hear. It's like hey, Travis Kelsey, I'm not sure anybody's ever tuned in for your takes and jokes and insight, dude. I think they tune in because of your name. So, and, and no disrespect to you, but I don't think that there's a world where you're like in the lab, like what content can I come up with? Like, I I don't think that's happening.
1: I also think primarily the people who are listening to his podcast are probably like SportsCenter and ESPN to get clips. And yeah. then Adam, Because so I know he's listened to an episode.
0: Oh, Adam loves it too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, Andy Dalton. I don't think there's 32 guys better than me. As soon as I don't think I'm one of the best 32 or a little lower, I'll be watching on television.
1: I love the "or a little lower" part.
0: <laughs> he's like, okay, maybe I'm like 36, 37. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: good for him. Uh, he's there's. Uh, you can make the case that he's better than... There's some guys out there. He's probably better than Malik Willis, right? <laughs>
0: Maybe? I think Kaepernick's yeah. better than Malik Willis. Yeah, <laughs> true. Where, last thing, where'd you stand on the um, the Jerry Jones documentary that Netflix bought? 10 episodes, and they paid $50 million to get this Jerry Jones documentary. I don't know when it's coming out, but what are your impressions of that, Alex?
1: Well... I watched that Amazon one, like the Cowboys. Um, it's like the Amazon version of Hard Knocks, for, but they did it for like the Cowboys, Eagles, Panthers, a bunch of teams. I remember that. I feel like I kind of know Jerry Jones like well enough just from that. So, And then I don't know if I'm that like interested in his story to get 10 episodes from Netflix, but, you know, it could cook it up. Maybe lots of people are interested in, you know, how he got his wealth and how the, you know, how he was when the Cowboys were in their glory days and that sort of thing, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent to it. I've never really been interested in Jerry Jones' story. Wouldn't be my first pick, you know, if I was uh, telling Netflix to make a docu series.
0: I agree, yeah. and the people who don't like him will never watch. So fifty million seems a little crazy to me. I if they. It, I don't want to go into the skeletons in the closet zone here, but if they start digging some of those out in this, that would be kind of electric. I would watch that at that point. But it like Jerry Jones, the guy like telling you about his life. No, I'm not interested at all. Like that is a zero out of ten. What do you mean
1: skeletons interest? in the closet though? Like, uh, oh, like, like an expose.
0: Like he seems like a bit of a sketch guy.
1: Okay. I see. Well, I mean, he's got to, like, green light the stuff they put out, though.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, if they did this the right way, in my mind. Oh, I see, yeah. Like, he's not an executive producer on it, which I don't Mm. know. He, He could be, couldn't be. I don't know. It just came out today. But I know Adam will watch it. Adam will watch it in his Cowboys pajamas and probably report back on how great it was. So good luck to him. I hope he enjoys it when it comes out, whenever that is. Do you want anything on the flames, Alex? Or did you get it all out last show? They traded to Foley since we last spoke, but otherwise Conroy's he's at the cabin and he's ready to take the summer off.
1: Yeah. He's ready to enjoy summer vacation. So not really much to talk about. Nothing's really changed since we had that conversation, but yeah, with Nick. So
0: yeah, there we go. Did you listen into Nick Owen?
1: Yeah. I listened to it today.
0: What, what were your, he's imp- great. what were your impressions? <clears throat>
1: Uh, well, yeah, he was definitely more somber. I like the segment where you guys talked about or the part where you talked about like the moves that you thought were like the worst for the Flames. I uh, thought those were good. The Frolic caught me a bit off guard, but then the explanation made sense to me. um And then I liked your defensive Daryl Sutter, although I'm not sure I fully agree with it. I thought it was interesting. uh Yeah, it was really good. It was great stuff. It was definitely a lot more toned down than the last appearance which was neither a bad thing nor a good thing it's just it was good
0: i i agree to to. It, it was you know because adam actually re-listened to the first one and he was like texting me during it like you know like a live viewing basically and i i mean it, it, he was like a neutered puppy like, it was like he's been he's been defeated by this flame season. I remember him sitting over there. Huberto's the best passer in the NHL. Dreisaitl's not a passer. He's a playmaker. Still don't really understand what the difference between that is. When he said Campbell had the 20 goals against a game average, lower than the average guy. I mean, I'm hoping that with the Broncos, he can find some optimism because I don't want to live in a world where he's sad. You know what I'm saying? He seemed yeah. down. And that upset me, honestly, a little bit.
1: Yeah, they you want to you want them yelling from, you know, the top of the dome and yeah, saying all that sort of stuff and giving out crazy takes. So
0: we didn't we didn't get any crazy takes. It was just pretty tempered, actually. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping he has some summer to research these guys. And then comes back for the foot, for the uh, Flames preview, energized and ready to go, and yell Sharon Govich into the mic. That is mm. what I'm hoping for him. Yes, <laughs> next October. That is the real deep down goal. Uh, before the movie, the ESPN layoffs: Jeff Van Gundy gone, Kellerman gone, Jalen Rose gone. I mean, it's sad. These are a lot of people I grew up with. It's a ruthless business. I. I think Kellerman got a raw deal. That's my take. I think he's actually not that bad. I think they just like, like I want Iguodala as a legendary moment. There's no other way to say it. You can't, you could do shows for 10 years and you won't get something that good. So I feel like he got a raw deal. I liked him on first take. Maybe I'm alone, but you've never watched uh, his, well, I forget what his newest show was (laughs) this just in this just in you've never watched that
1: because that is like the worst show I mean I don't know I feel like a lot of these people have made a lot of money so mm. I mean Jalen rose is he really like I think he's made a lot of money in his career so yeah fine. and same he- with van gundy he's been a coach a bunch and yeah i i i think it's like they'll probably get jobs somewhere else and I just think they needed a kind of a breath of fresh air because you know van gundy was getting a bit You know, too much for me. And same with Jalen Rose. I, he was funny like when I was way younger, but kind of down for some different people in the studio. You know,
0: a little more Stephen A. Maybe. Yeah. Get him some more touches. That's the plan. All right, let's do the movie George Best, all by himself. Did we tune in? I tuned in. What'd you think?
1: Uh, it was kind of sad.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, he seemed like um,
0: a pretty terrible, well, guy. obviously,
1: pretty ter- <laughs> terrible guy. Yeah, but yes. Well, he did. He seemed like a very flawed person, but he seemed like, I mean, a lot of people had a lot of good stuff to say about him. So I think, like, even you know, his wife or girlfriend or whoever, uh, seemed like she was like she had a lot of fond memories. Like he seemed like he did a lot of. He was like a you know seemed like a outgoing kind of like good person. probably yeah, yeah like a like a nice kind of ray of sunshine sometimes but he also clearly had some like some demons that he was battling so that was kind of sad to see and he did seem like a really good soccer player I don't know like I don't have enough soccer kind of context to know if like all the goals he scored or however many it was with Manchester United was like where that ranks and like kind of really good where that is, it's like really good or like kind of average or what, but it seemed like he was really good at soccer too. Yeah. 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 I'd agree with Owen. I thought it was a good uh, 30 for 30. Um, Yeah. I think it just, it talks about, I mean, I think it gives a good point on, and, you know, brings a bigger message than just like George Best. I think it just brings a, you know, pretty strong message about like alcoholism and addiction and, um, you know, where that where that kind of stuff can take you. Um, and like Owen said, it looked like he was, clearly he was two different people, you know, when he was sober versus when he was drinking. Because um, I don't know how many, like, wives and girlfriends he had, but they all said that, like, you know, he was a great person when he was sober, but when he was drinking, it was, it was essentially hell. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of seeing that sad downfall after. And I think the saddest part for me was, Once he did get sober for three years um, and then they like caught him at a bar um, drinking and, you know, Mm -hmm. his agent called him and his agent was like, well, like what happened? And he's like, well, in the last three years that I have been sober, there hasn't been one day has gone by where I haven't thought about having a drink. So, yeah, that's that's tough that's tough. It just seems like he couldn't, he was kind of his own worst enemy as he said himself actually in the documentary.
0: Yeah. I, I liked it cause it was honest. Like I like these documentaries more than like, I think of the 30 thir- for 30, it's not really related, but the one where they did about the magic where Shaq was the executive producer and he just sort of like glides over like him spitting on them on the way out to go to the Lakers. And he's like, it was just time for me to go. Like, that's like not an accurate representation of what happened. So I liked that they had it end with, and I'd forgotten they had it end with him saying, I want people to remember me for the soccer. And I think the message of the documentary was like, you don't really get to choose how you get remembered. Like if, and it it is, I feel like this wouldn't happen in 2023. Like it was just like a thing where, he was so popular before athletes got popular like that. Like it's almost like an Elvis Presley thing Or yeah. like he made all the mistakes that some people after him made, some people after him didn't make cause they learned from him. Like I just, I feel like it was a, um, I don't know, like an important story for like sports context. And I yeah. just, I don't hear him talked about really ever when, when we talk about athletes who had like big falls and stuff, maybe that's cause we live in North America. I don't know but i just i feel like it was an important sports story yeah
1: yeah it's also interesting because he debuted like so young and was playing from when he was like a teenager up until whenever he retired like he grew up in the spotlight and like i don't know again i I don't have a huge wealth of soccer knowledge to draw on but it seemed to me like he was probably like there i doubt there was a lot of Irish superstars in soccer at the time and maybe not even maybe if there was i don't think it seemed like he was maybe the kind of the the the, like the pinnacle of it so he had all these temptations and like all this fame so kind of maybe a warning for anybody that is in that position like any athlete uh it's you got to have good people around you and you got to be really careful
0: yeah like i think this is kind of a one in a million story
1: yeah, probably to reach that height and go fall down.
0: Yeah, I like thirty for thirties. Generally, I think They're if you great, get a, if yeah. you get a really good one, it's really good. And it, oh yeah, like I know that th- I, I was reading the reviews and they were all like nothing that we didn't know was in this. Like I, I don't care. I just want to hear the story. Like I yeah. I don't care if it's new information or not. d you, uh, you know what was a g- I know Alex the the once brothers one. Oh yeah, that one I
1: watched like. Six times. That's Which fair. one is that? It's the Divots and Rajan um, Petrovich. Petrovich one. They were like best friends and grew up together and played for the national team together and made it to the NBA together. But then the like Yugoslavian War happened, and then, um, you know, they 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 kind of distance, distanced each other from from themselves, and you know, he ended up actually yeah. passing away in a car accident. So. Um, I thought that was a really that's one of the better thirty for thirties for sure. People really like that one actually.
0: It's really well made. Hmm. I like the one about Bartman too. That was the other one I was thinking about Oh, That we was a doing. great one. Yeah. I'm happy that we could do one. Maybe we'll return back to him because I like the movie segment. I don't see like I don't see it going away. Like even if we I don't have, know why. Yeah, I I like it. I enjoy it. I mean, Me too. Like, like I don't think it's like a summer thing. Like I think we could just do this all the time.
1: I'm I down like to it. keep
0: it rolling, man. Good, good. I'm happy to hear that. So what are we watching on the 18th, by the 18th? Because uh, you're on the mic for Adam because I didn't, hand up, I didn't get the information from him. <coughs> hand up. Well, well, yeah, I mean, Adam's going to complain how I took another movie from
1: him because I apparently picked, allegedly I picked Spider-Man from him too. <laughs> so he's probably going to complain about this. But um, I think I'm, I kind of nailed it down to two. Um, Both are really good, but Um, I think we'll go with, I think we'll go with gladiator. Oh, wow. Um, Me too. It's it's an unreal movie. I saw it a few months ago. Um, it was insane. It was, it was, it was a movie where when I finished watching it, I had, I was like, like my hands were on my head. Like the, like, I was just like, Whoa, that was just really good. Um, and I thought, you know, might as well watch it cause they're making a gladiator too. So, you know, kind of good to get this one digested for a year or two. And whenever that one comes out, you're, you're good. You're ready to watch that one next. So, um, but yeah, I thought it, it's, it's a really good movie with Russell Crowe, Walking Phoenix. It's an all timer for me. So
0: let's go. Great. I've been meaning to watch it. It's one of those ones I want to watch on the TV. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to watch it on the TV it's on Amazon I think for free so
0: bet perfect if
1: you the subscription yeah i'm
0: hyped so we'll do gladiator on the 18th uh between now and then i don't know
1: we're we're all excited for barbenheimer so yes we're in the process of purchasing our tickets so we'll mm-hmm. get
0: that going narrowing down the locations and and that's going to be the mo- the double movie review on the 25th So people need to, I mean, that's been in advance. We've been given notice. People should have their tickets by now. Also mission impossible comes out next weekend. Don't think I'm not forgetting about that. I will be at the theater for that. People know I'm a mission impossible guy. People know I learned about the theme song on this show that it was from the movie. So I'm all in. I can't wait to go to that. Um, Adam update. I quickly, before we go, Alex, you gotta, you gotta give the people the information so they can learn this about Adam.
1: Oh yeah, so if Adam ever, um, well, I don't know. Like he knows that I've, I've, you know, been in a relationship with my girlfriend for four years. But anyways, doesn't matter if it's one year or four years. It's, it looks like it's just happened to all of us. Um, he just randomly starts DMing your girlfriend for like random shit. So just keep keep an eye out on that. Um, he had had to DM my girlfriend when him and his girlfriend went out for dinner at Lulu Bar for. um... For dinner recommendations, apparently my dinner recommendations aren't um, aren't good enough. So he DM'd her for that, and then uh, like the picture that was like I think a year old somehow. So kind of, uh, kind of kind of odd, but I mean you can you can vouch for me like that's happened to you too. It's happened to our friend Hugh. I think Owen's next. Owen's got to watch out. Yeah, we'll see. Well, they're already pretty friendly, so uh you know it's a little different but
0: <laughs> the liking in yeah. the picture one is really all time that's like the, yeah that's i just i don't know why move. i'm not
1: in, why i'm why i'm not coming up why i'm not the first text for food recommendations
0: well adam well does, you're a known foodie too exactly yeah. that's what i'm gonna say adam knows that about you and he likes he always goes to you for outfits All the uh, we do that's th- what i'm <laughs> him dressing like you would be hilarious well, Adam's
1: been saying, like, I got to get on the Zara grind, and it's still been Nike shirts, so. <laughs> it
0: yeah. will continue to be Nike shirts, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I I have a nasty sunburn, which has Dude. just absolutely Worst. ruined me. Yeah. So, time to go take an aloe vera bath and call it a night. That's my plan. Maybe some Gladiator okay. later. But, yeah, we'll be back. 18th previews and Gladiator. Perfect. So I hope everybody has a nice start to their July and we'll uh, talk to you guys then. Oh, 10. 10 10. ten. Absolute 10 10 tenor. Ten. 10. Thank tenor. God I remembered yep. that. 10. That would have been a literal disaster. <laughs>